This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. My name's Greg Abbott and you're listening to the Blue Army podcast. Enjoy. My name is Maddie Robson. My name is Chris Miller. My name is Paul Anderson. My name is Mark Boyd. Hello, my name is Derek Combs and I listen to the Blue Army Podcast. My name is Toby Show Silva and welcome to the Blue Army Podcast. Mm-hmm. We're all here, we're all ready to rock and roll, we're all ready to go and uh, I'm really excited. Um, I've been doing a little bit of sleuthing. Yeah. I've been making some friends. Now we all know the famous groundsman Haggis. Uh, he's a groundsman round the Carlisle United. He's been doing the job for a, a long, long time. And he found out that I have, uh, you know, this little podcast that we all do together. And he yeah. offered, since it's transfer season, you know, since it's that time of year, he offered to uh, to do a bit of a wiretap on Greg Abbott's phone for us. <laughs> and, uh, so what, what, what I have is... Uh, <laughs> Will, Will knows what's coming. Greg, if you're listening, we haven't really wiretapped your phone. Well, <laughs> don't, don't suck well, like it. I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, I mean, so I've got a recording. I've got I've got a recording here, and um, you know, I'll, I'll I'll just I'll just play it for you, lads. I'll just play it for you. So uh, hang on. That's obviously the phone going off there. We can't hear it. All right, Duck, Greg Abbott, head of recruitment. How can I help you? Greg, it's Andy. Andy the plumber? No, Greg, it's Andy Carroll, man. Andy, tough nut Carroll? How are you doing, fella? (laughs) How's Reddit, our kid? Oh, it's not great, like Greg. Oh, we got ourselves relegated. That's no good, is it, our kid? eh? Oh, no, son, that's a bad one. Andy. Nah, man, it's fucking awful. Anyways, pet, I wanted to call you about these rumours saying that I'm coming to Carlisle. Oh, on a nice (laughs) holiday, is it? Are you coming to the lakes? Nah, man, I want to come and play football, like. What, for us, son? Aye, yes, please, Mr. Robert. That'll be proper great, like. Well, <laughs> how much do you want? Ah, uh, you know, just some hair bubbles for me hair and a tenner a week will do as like. 
I saved a lot of money over the years on me transfers from Liverpool to Newcastle and West Ham and all them other big teams that I played for. Is that it, kid? Because that sounds like a bloody bargain to me. Ah, well, there is one more thing, like, Greg. Well, what can I do for you, son? Can you sign John Joe Selby as well, please? (laughs) (laughs) Hello? Hello? And that that was it, lads. That was the phone Ah. call that I got off Haggis. Ah. So that was, was, you know, that was... It's good, isn't it? How on earth would you follow that? How on (laughs) can any of us... So was it Andy Carroll's phone that he tapped? Because Greg Greg had hung up, but it was still going, so he must have tapped Andy Carroll's phone. It's 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 something, some kind of wire tapping. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't don't know how it works. when it comes to that, isn't he, Haggins? I mean, there was two two very distinct accents. There's two very distinctive accents there, so I don't think it was too hard to follow. Yeah, where's, where's Greg Abbott from again? I mean, uh, Yorkshire, I think. Is it a commentary? That sounds like he, sounds like he's, he's got a bit of one of those of RAF accents, accents, and he just kind of goes round a bit. It's a hard accent time, to do. I... Did spend some time hard accent to do? Why you were? I mean, you've never done any impression. You well, no, I wouldn't do. No. I wouldn't try and do an no. impression of that. I wouldn't try. If and anyone do an did try and do an impression of him, they'd struggle. Yeah, they would. It's a, it, it, yeah, exactly. They really would. They really would. But that's that. You know, it's a great <laughs> way to sit off the show. You know, a bit of fun. Um, we're a bit desperate for content. There's no football, so I hope people enjoyed that. Uh, there might be another one next week. We'll see. We'll see. There might be, uh, you know, we might hear about someone else who's supposed to be joining Carlisle and their conversation with Greg next week. So, you know, that might be quite fun. But for now, lads, we'll get on with the show. I'll introduce things properly. Off we go. Oh. How's it gone? And welcome back to the Blue Army Podcast. This is, of course, episode 113, and I am absolutely buzzing to be joined by the two men I like to call the Cumbrian Brain Trust. No, not Greg Abbott and Andy Carroll. I'm talking about Wills and Liam. You all right, lads? How are we doing? All right. I'm doing quality <laughs> after that start. You know, got <laughs> <laughs> keep adapting things. You know, you got to keep moving with the times, trying new features out, and seeing what happens. I mean, the ratings couldn't get much worse anyway, so we may as well try new things. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, you know, round here yeah, we like to have a laugh, as evident by the start of the show. And uh, I mean, this week's show is all centered around kits, and uh, you know, the kit launch is going to be happening. This week, we're going to be battling out and uh, debating which is the best ever Carlisle United kit of all time. And we're going to be doing that uh, in the form of a head-to-head tournament. I'll explain a little bit more about that later on. There's also a new feature that is replacing True Blue or Not A Blue. Oh. Um, because the lads' enthusiasm for that game died last time we were on the podcast. <laughs> I think. Like, we completed it. Yeah, you know, it's died. So we've came up with something new to do. Uh, I'm not sure how long this one's going to last because it actually took me ages to get it ready so like we'll, we'll figure it out we'll figure it out when we get there but yeah lads it's, it's a good show actually i'm looking forward to this one but before we get things kicked off we've got to start things with a proper cracking good joke at this time of the show and that means it's time for one thing and one thing only it's time for 
the Blue Army podcast joke of the week. Is he having a laugh? I think he's trying to. It's the Blue Army podcast joke of the week. Right, boys, here we go. What is the difference between a well-dressed man on a unicycle and a poorly dressed man on a bike? Uh, wheel. What's another word for it? Oh, a tyre. 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 It was a weird harmonisation to that one, that groan. That was a weird one. But uh, we'll, we'll put a stop to the groaning and moaning and uh, we'll jump into one of the newest features here on the Blue Army podcast. It's time for the rumour mill with Liam. Now, I know things are few and far between for you, mate. So, uh, I mean, what have you managed to come up with this week in terms of transfer rumours? Um, The w- most well-sourced one is from Footy Insider, which I don't really think is a good source, but it's just better than the other ones I've got. It's um, Carl Jameson, 24-year-old defender um, from Tranmere Rovers, is going to get released. He, in my opinion, if this is true, has got the best agent in world football because he's not really played very well wherever he's been. I think he's only played 10 times a season for Tranmere. He's just dying off the fact that he used to play for Chelsea. Like <laughs> That's that's all he's doing. He's just living off that sort of past. But some less reliable ones from EFL rumour roundup on Twitter. Again, one I don't really trust. But it's, uh, it's Josh Coburn. It's a young player from Middlesbrough. Um, I just know him because I used to have him on FIFA a while ago. Um, so it would be nice just to... I had him for Carl on FIFA as well, so it would be nice to sort of make that a reality. Um, Josh Emanuel from Grimsby, that's on Transfer News on Twitter. Uh, Transfer News 21, anyways. Uh, so, you know, you know it's a reliable source when they've got to put a number at the end of their name because their username's already taken. Um, <laughs> Established. <but> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Josh Emanuel... Um, yeah, he's also been linked to Peterborough, apparently, but, you know, he's rejected an offer from Grimsby according to this, but Carlisle United are looking at him. And then the last one that I feel like we're going to get linked with forever until he does leave to go somewhere else, it's uh, Morecambe's Cole Stockton. Uh, that's also from Transfer News 21. Supposedly he's gone. 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 He's yeah, just he's... gone to Burton Albion today. Yeah, it was like like an hour was, ago. Was that Burton Albion? I thought that, was the, uh, I thought that was the Barra striker that went there. No, the barrel um, left. The barrel left. He's, back. Carl, Gordon's gone, Carl Gordon's just gone to Burton Albion. Oh, they've both gone to Burton Albion. They must have both gone to Burton Albion. Yeah, I've just looked online now. They have both signed today. Oh, well, that's a dreadful rumor. And then the one that keeps. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's literally statistically guaranteed to be not true. And then the one that it's coming from, an, it's coming from a lot of sources as well. It's coming from actual papers. And I think I've mentioned it before. It's the centre back, Jesse Deborah. Um, apparently Swindon Town are looking at him as well. There's, I'm, you know, I'm not going to name a source for that because there's just a lot of them. Um, but apparently there's a lot of teams looking at him. He's young. He seems to be doing really well in the national league. It's just whether he can make the step up to, uh, League One. And as you mentioned, as as we've already sort of confirmed to be true, with that wiretap, yeah. um, Andy Carroll. Mm-hmm. Is absolutely one hundred percent coming to Carlisle because of that phone call. Um, Depends yeah. on whether or not we want. I mean, will we give him Greg have a hang up? That's... Will we give him John Joe Shelby? That thing is well. Wants, that's only wants a hair bubble and ten pound a week, doesn't he? Because then yeah. we can afford Shelby and make Shelby a real. That's yeah. he's only trying to do. At, his least mate Shelby, at least Shelby doesn't want any hair bubbles. 
No. no well, <laughs> well, the thing is, though, the thing is, the thing that could stitch up that deal is he wants Greg Abbott to give him hair bubbles, and I don't think Greg Abbott's a man that carries hair bubbles with him. So <laughs> I think can he not go to the shop might... and get some? Well, we don't know. Oh, time constraints. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I came close to signing Andy Carroll, but he wanted me to give him hair bobs and I didn't have time to nip to the shop. So <laughs> we've lost him. He's gone. He's gone. That's all gone. But uh, no, is that everything, Liam? That's pretty much everything. Yeah, it's been a very slow week. Uh, Paul Simpson, I think, is just back off all this. So I don't think we're going to see any transfers for at least another. A week or something like that. I'd 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 be very surprised if we saw them one in the coming days, but I think we're gonna leave it fairly for a little bit longer before we do. It's, and 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 there's a lot of clubs already making a lot of signings, so I think I mean, we, need, we need to get our act together a little bit. Surprisingly, there haven't been any further news about other clubs being linked to Feeney or Patrick. Yeah, um, I'm very surprised at that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. I feel like it's unlikely now that either of them will be staying because so much time has passed. Um, but I don't know, think Patrick will stay. No, I, I feel like either of them. I mean, they would have signed it by now because I don't think yeah. we're we're like gonna negotiate with them, and go back with a better offer. I don't really think that's it. Um, they're looking at other options, I guess, and maybe they'll come back if they don't find the options, but their offers can be taken off the table if we, you know, if we go out and replace them, if we go out and sign yeah. um, say like this Deborah, if, you know, if we go out and sign him, that might be the offer to Feeney off the table. We don't know. But um, yeah, I thought that there'd have been more rumours surrounding them too. Yeah, I think like this this summer, sort of like the early parts of the transfer window are going to be a lot slower than we've had for a long time, just because it's going to be another one of those throw-offs to, you know, the Winter World Cup players not getting as long away with the families as they would normally get to have a long away with the families. The training for most teams starts next week. For most teams, training starts next week mm-hmm. uh, up and down the EFL. So I imagine... We're going to see a lot happening uh, towards the end of this week so people can make arrangements and then start training at the new clubs kind of next week. So I imagine we're going to hear a lot more towards the end of this week and especially a lot going into to next week. And yeah, I mean, if he wants if he wants 10 players or double figures, like he said in the News and Star or he said to the club website or something, um, if he wants 10, he's going to have to start getting signed in some people soon. Um, yeah, well, the fact is, I think we've only got 14 at the minute, haven't we? I and mean, those like, 14 you know, I, I, I've always got my boots. Like, that you know, just... for us. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he's he's very aware. I've always got my boots. But you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, you don't know. You don't know as well. Like, we'll, we'll just see what happens with. He might be wanting to have a look at a, a shit ton of trialists. I don't know. And they might yeah, end up being like true. loads of like trialists that come in because he's just the sort of person that wants to see them play with what he's got you know yeah. what I mean in the squad at the moment and see how people's personalities mesh and things like that so I don't know there's still long I love long a good trialist go. as well I'm so looking forward <laughs> to that it's always that brilliant game of like going to the games and trying to figure out who, who they did are. we have on trial last season that goalkeeper oh, I remember I think we had that geezer from Forest Green the winger that got released by them um Mampala was the season before, wasn't it? I, yeah. I like I like these games of just remembering I remember, trials. Yeah, trialist is always a good one for kind of like quizzes and stuff. Maybe something for yeah. Skelly to remember. Um, <laughs> so we had, that, we had that midfielder as well, didn't we? On on a uh, trial, 
Like, I honestly, like, like Spanish or something. Can't remember. Well, this season gone. Yeah, this, this season gone. I honestly, can't remember um, any trialists until you remember them, and then I'll suddenly go, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, uh, I mean. There's all the rumours. That'll do for rumours. Thank you very much for quoting your sources so we don't get any uh, stigma attached to us. And uh, we'll move <laughs> over to Wills and the League One Roundup where we get to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there in the League One Roundup with Wills. Let's give it, buddy. Hello. All right, so, I mean... Um... Most clubs haven't done much in the transfer market yet. Uh, you know, we just heard about those two signings for Burton. Um, there's just one or two clubs that have kind of gone out early in the market and made a lot of signings. Uh, first up is Portsmouth. They've signed four players uh, just this week. Uh, they've signed Will Norris. Oh, Norris. Yeah. Will Norris. Norris. Yeah, experienced bloody keeper. Hell. Ah, bloody experience, you tell me. <laughs> um, Connor Shaughnessy, who's left Burton Albion. Uh, Christian Sadie, who is um, 21 and from Bournemouth. And they've also signed um, Terry Devlin, from, is a 19 year old from Glen Torren. Uh, I think he's. Yeah, never played in the UK before, so um, this is his first time in the English league, just 19. Um, I've also signed um, Anthony Scully from Wigan and any other Portsmouth. So, yeah, five players Portsmouth have signed, really kind of like quick start. And they're one of the teams that might be up there. Um, other than Will Norris, who we know about, I can't really comment on the quality of any of those players. Um, this is the thing with changing divisions, isn't it? Yes, suddenly a load of players you've not heard of. No, that's it. I we're, we're educating ourselves at the same time. Mm. Um, Stevenage have you know made a few signings as well just recently. Uh, up up in League One now with us. Um, they've signed Tay Ashby Hammond, another keeper being signed. Uh, twenty four year old from used to Fulham. Fulham, didn't he? Yeah, there you go. Yes. Um I've got no was... one I know one player. <laughs> and he was on loan with Steven in the 23s, yeah. <laughs> so this is the you know, this is someone that they've had last season, now a full t- uh, permanent deal for him. Uh, they've also signed Harry Anderson from Bristol Rovers. I thought that was gonna say Nick Anderton for a second there. So Anderson. Um 26-year-old winger, and as it may be just the two, yeah, so a couple from Stevenage, a couple there you mentioned from Burton. Um, there's there's one or two others. Um, Oxford have signed Josh McEachran, another player with a good agent. <laughs> <laughs> he stays in the Football League. Yeah, former <laughs> Chelsea player. Um that's what it is. They're all just former Chelsea players. It's just, it's just a nice thing to have on your CV. It's the same agent is great at getting former <laughs> Chelsea players. New signings. Um, Lincoln have signed Rico Hackett as a player. I've is a name I've heard. Um, I don't know if he's any good. He scored eleven goals in seventy nine games for Portsmouth uh, last season. So 
decent, you know, decent return for Arena. He's gone to Lincoln. Uh, and that's that, that's about it in terms of signings. Uh, Blackpool have signed someone on a free and said, Albie Morgan, I don't know him. Nah. Released by Charlton. And in like ownership slash potential points deductions, we know because Wigan have that eight point deduction. Uh, they've been signed by a local businessman who also has a stake in Wigan Warriors. Um, don't know if you know about the thing in Wigan is that Wigan Athletic and Wigan, Wigan Warriors Rugby Club, the fans hate each other. Uh, Dave Whelan oh. used to own both. Uh, Dave Whelan <laughs> used to own both of them, and he used to kind of say that he found it very dispiriting how much the fans of the two hometown teams that he owned <laughs> hated each other. It's a weird <laughs> dynamic. Uh... It is, yeah. Imagine you're like your your big rivals aren't even a football team. <laughs> and they're like one of the most successful teams in their sport as well. Yeah. So it's like I feel like the rugby team have the dragging rights. Yeah. That's um, probably why they're so proud. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So uh, apparently he's apparently he's pretty well off this Mike Danson, but I mean the eight points deduction, I think that's going nowhere. Um will will they be on a more even keel or are they still going to be a team in trouble next season? Another team that could be in trouble next season is Reading. Uh, we were just uh, mentioning... Um, oh, yeah, Andy Carroll was at Reading, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. He got relegated. Did you hear it? Aye. Oh, well, Reading, I would be playing, uh, we'll be playing Reading next season. We will be, yeah. They are... I'm just sorry. Uh, yeah, they've been charged by the AFL... For failing to play, for failing to pay players on time and in full, probably the reason why Andy Carroll wants to come up here. Mm. <laughs> well, you couldn't blame um, him, could you? He didn't get his hair bandages in time. He was walking around with like long hair everywhere. Like... He was. Like, like a, <laughs> yeah, honestly. So, <laughs> Reading were deducted points last season in April. Um, will there be deducted points again this season? Don't know yet. They haven't been deducted any yet. You'd moment. imagine because that's the same thing that Wigan got points deducted for. Yeah, um, just having a look to see if there's any what the significant difference is why Wigan are deducted points from Reading not yet. Um, I think Wigan yeah, have so, just been doing it for longer. I think. Yeah. Uh, so this is the. Ah, uh, yeah. So um, Wigan were docked four points twice. Yeah. So Reading and maybe if you know. Maybe, They'll maybe be deducted four points, fail to pay their players again. I don't know. We need, we need to look into how all this works. But Reading, and then um, there's no news on Fleetwood. Things seem to be quiet, but they they don't have an owner. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what do you think? Like, potentially good news for us if two teams are starting the league on... Minus points, or do we just not need to think or worry about that? I mean, like it is, it is, it is better for us that like other people have have a disadvantage. Like any advantage over any team's a good thing at the yeah. end of the day. Um, but it depends. Like 
when you're looking at Reading, like, are they spiraling? Like, is there a chance that they're going to go back to back relegations? Like, are they going to be sort of down there towards the end of the season? Yeah. And the same, the same sort of with Wigan. Like, are, are they sort of like, are they going to be looking close towards the drop coming into the season? If they get another points deduction and they're also playing bad football, it'd be nice to have, you know, if. If yeah. we end up in a little bit of a survival sort of like we we sweat over survival a little bit, it'd be nice to have like one or two teams that are pretty much doomed from January, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, we say we can we're gonna have got a new owner, and we've seen teams before start the season with points deductions and finish nowhere near the relegation. Yeah, exactly. Zone. If you remember, like last time we were in League One, Leeds I think started on minus. 10, but they were one of the best teams in the division and we ended up meeting them in the playoffs. So, mm. you know, who knows? Wigan could have this new own and they could kind of do that this season. Um, and Reading, it's the second time in three seasons that they've been deducted six points. And both times it's it's for breaching fair play rules. So it's it's for it's for basically making too big a loss. And it, it, you know, t- it usually takes teams a while to get to this point. So whether they're spiraling or not, I don't know. But any team that's been deducted points has usually got a couple of years of poor management behind them. I don't know if it's something to be concerned about. I'm not sure. I don't think we'll be that bad next season to have to worry yeah. about looking over our shoulder too much. But yeah, plus <laughs> four relegation spots. You know, where yeah. we've been used there's that to extra. Two, it'd be so, extra. Yeah, two. like I said. It'd be nice. Mm. It'd be nice if, like, some of them were just a bit more occupied. I suppose. Um, <laughs> is it, have you covered the League One roundup, Will? I mean, that is pretty much it. Ownership and a few transfers. There's nothing else going on in League One. Yeah, I mean, like, until the football gets started, it's going to be like that a little bit. But thank you very much for doing your best and telling us all what was happening here and what was happening there in the League One roundup. With wheels, get in, Will. Legends, nicely done, lads. Nicely done. You're handling your own segments really well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dad. <laughs> uh, right, we'll move on to a little bit more news closer to home. As we've already covered, Cole Stockton has signed for Burton Albion, so people can put that rumour to bed. He's not coming back to Carlisle United. Also, another rumour that was being circulated mainly by me and my desires because I wanted (laughs) to see it happening was the fact that Patrick Brough, after being released by Barrow, or rather letting his contract run out at Barrow, has signed with Northampton Town, uh, continuing his trend to sign with teams that we kind of have a bit of a rivalry with. And uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, to see him in League One testing himself next season, even though it isn't with us necessarily. Carlisle United have announced their pre-season fixture list. And as it currently stands, it features Annan on Friday the 7th of July away, Gretna on Tuesday the 11th of July away, Workington on Saturday the 15th of July also away, and... Newcastle under-23s on the 22nd of July, which is a Saturday, which is also away in somewhere in Gateshead. I'm not sure if that's where like Gateshead play or they've got some kind of facility there, but uh, I'm sure there'll be more information on that soon. And the last friendly that has currently been announced is on the 29th of July, and it's also a Saturday game at home 
to Scottish Championship side Dundee United. Will, is this is this yeah. a good group of teams to test yourself against? I don't know. Um, I mean, they're all teams that they're either a fair bit below us or, you know, I mean, Newcastle youngsters, I don't know if that's really much, much use, but maybe it's more about building relationships with them. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's just kind of like when you play teams in the um, Checker Trade Trophy or, you know, whatever it is, Papa John's now. And, you know, you see us play under 21 teams in that. And, you know, it doesn't really seem to do anyone much good. Um, But, you know, like I say, you know, it it might kind of like be part of a, a relationship with Newcastle. We might get players. You know, maybe Andy Carroll's asked for it. Maybe you said, mean... I'd, I'd like to play Newcastle <laughs> in a friendly, just the kids go, because I don't want to play. <laughs> I don't want to play against the Galacticos. <laughs> but Liam, do you do you think this pre-season's a bit of a tour of strengthening bonds between us and other teams? I hope so, because it's not about quality. Um, it's just boring, isn't it? <laughs> it's a boring list of teams. We yeah, couldn't even yeah. get like a... Did we have Bolton last season? There's yeah. usually like a team like that, a team in like. There's always one that's above Championship us. League One team, yeah. Or even when we had Hibs, we had, at least we had a Scottish Premiership team, not a yeah. Scottish Championship. There's not yeah. a single team in there that's above us in terms of quality. Um, well, I don't know about Newcastle under twenty. Yeah, so might probably be got good. more quality. Maybe, maybe um, not Let, so much the experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. But... But we're not testing ourselves against a really good team in any of them. Like that's not that's not to say we will win them all, which you know yeah. we might not. But I'd like to see in another Bolton or when we played Tranmere when they went up or Hibs. You know we've always had one each year. Yeah, and it just doesn't have one this year. I was expecting like a. I saw that. Did you see how they released the sort of Newcastle one where they just put the badge and then in little writing underneath it was under twenty ones. I was so excited. I saw the list. And I was like, uh, oh, it's Newcastle. Yeah. We did play play proper Newcastle in a friendly not that long ago. um, It was on police. Yeah, but now it's, um, you know, Newcastle are a bit too big time now. Well, I mean, come on. Uh, Yeah, but. Could have got Hibs again. I mean, like, why why can't we get Rangers or Celtic or, like, they're not that that far away. They'll go to, like, Salford and have a pre season friendly there. Honestly, like, I don't know. I don't know. Salford, though. I mean, wasn't that kind of like. That's just exposure, isn't it? Yeah. Um, who was it who played Salford? Was it? I think Man United played them, didn't they? I remember Man United have played them, yeah. But like Rangers or Celtic, what did one of them play Salford? It'd be Maybe. Rangers. They'll be the they're, they're the ones with the Manchester links, aren't they? Well, look <laughs> at Wrexham. Wrexham have gone away to America and they're playing Chelsea, Man United. You know, all the all the big boys, and they're in the league below us. I know it's I know it's slightly know. different with them, yeah. but like <laughs> At least they we can't even get a team in our own division, and they're playing Chelsea and and Man United. It's it's in America yeah, though. There's no com- there's no Wrexham fans gone to them games really. Like, there's you know plenty I mean? of Wrexham the, the... fans in America now. Well, you know what I mean. Like, not like the yeah. Wrexham fans. Yeah. Not like the people that are going yeah. to the league games week in week out. It's a bit of a rip for them to have to sit at home and watch preseason on the TV. Or have a nice holder to America. It depends which way you look at it. It's like the one where did we go? We went to like IB for one year, didn't we? For pre-season. Yeah, but like, even like that when one where we you went can to argue IB, it's just a nice holiday. 200, 150 Carlisle fans that went. Hmm. 
I still want it to happen again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you're saying, but like, I'm saying it's one of them things for Wrexham that they, the fans have almost missed, like, the real diehard fans anyway have like missed the, out yeah, a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. You know. no, you are right. It is only a friendly. It is only yeah. a friendly. You're absolutely right. It is only a friendly. It is only a friendly. But I imagine if they could take like Chelsea at home and what that would mean to the fans. But anyway, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move on because it's not a bloody Wrexham podcast. Uh, penalty hero <laughs> Taylor Chart has signed a two-year deal uh, with the club, extending his stay for another two years. Uh, I think we said all the nice things we can really say about Taylor Charters. So um, we'll we'll move on, lads, to the newest feature here on the Blue Army podcast. Yes, it's time for a game. A new game that is replacing True Blue or Not A Blue. It's time for a game we're currently titling The Blue Army Bid It. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So basically, gentlemen, I have um, like a sort of category and you guys will have to bid how many answers in this category you think you can get right and when you believe your counterpart can't guess the number that they've claimed to guess you tell them to do it all right you call them out and you tell them to do it and uh and we'll see if they can do it and if they can do it they get a point and if so whoever bids it, most has a you go get a point exactly yeah. exactly so whoever bids most and the other person says, you know what I mean? You have to have a go. You have to have a go if on they, that If bid. they don't get it, do you then have to try and go for your bid? Like no, if... no, I think they just get the point, don't they? They just okay. get the point. Yeah, just get the point, mate. Yeah, just get that point. Right, off we go, boys. The category is lone players that have signed with Carlisle United from the 2020 21 season up until last season. So every so last two years. Basically the last three last years. Two, last three seasons. Two years. 2020, last three seasons. 21, 22, 22, 23. Two seasons. That 20, 21, 21, 22, 22, 23. <laughs> All right, we've cleared that one up. So there's 19 okay. in total, gentlemen. 19 names on the list. 19 loan players who've signed for us. Yes. Yeah. You mean like people we've had on loan who we've then got permanent? No. No. Just loan players. Right. Now we've cleared that one up. <laughs> 19 players that we've signed on loan. Yeah. Liam, would you like to kick things off with a cheeky bid, sir? I'll go six. Liam says six. Will, are you confident you can name more than six? I'll say... You'll just say seven. No, you can say more if you want, but you're saying seven for now. Liam, are you going to make a bid? Ah, is he good? You see how it works now. Yeah, um, I'll go eight. I think I can do eight. I can do nine. All right, okay. He's only gone oh, up by I, one. I don't, I don't know if I can do nine. ten. I don't know what I need to say. <laughs> Will, um, are you going to bid nine? Yeah, nine. Nine? Liam. Yeah. Back to you. I'm trying to think how long ago three years it was. Like, I'm trying to think what season that was. Um, do it. I, can't, I don't think I can do ten. Do it. Do nine. All right, Will, you're being called out, sir. 
So uh, okay. give me a time to tick names off the list of what I have in front of me. But yeah, mate, let's uh, let's name your nine. Okay, well, I'll start with this season. Mm-hmm. Sonny Hilton. Yeah, is a one Jack Robinson. That's two. John Kimani Gordon. And that's three. Uh... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, let, uh, um, uh, <laughs> 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 Alfie McCalmont. Alfie McCalmont is there. Um, ah. <laughs> so, Pressure's um, on. Yeah, no, no, it's like uh, uh, Finn back. Finn back. How many is that now? Uh, he's, how many on, he's on five. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I think you've and you, have, you have 33 seconds left. What? What? <laughs> you can't you can't have all day to sit there and guess, mate. Yeah, well, you go. yeah but you meant oh. to tell people the time constraint before you give them the guy. The time <laughs> um oh Christ. Um see now now I can't think of any now because of the time constraint. Well see we could have been there all day then, wouldn't we? Well, we, yeah, we're, we're quite, we're quite often we were there all day. Nine, eight, <laughs> well, I can't seven. even say can't even say four players in that time. Give another couple of minutes. <laughs> I, I I think. Um, right, go on. You got two minutes then. Go on. You got one more. Okay, minute. so which which ones have I got already? I've got Alfie McCalmont, John Kamani Gordon, Finn Back, Sonny Hilton, Jonathan Dinzey, Dinel Simu. Those two. Th- those are two new ones. Good. How many have I got? I could be given number two. Seven. Seven. Um, uh, I can think of Lords now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 25 seconds. Oh, well, that's going fast. Yeah. I'm just going to look up when this guy played for us. It's going to be people screaming at you. You're in your last 10 seconds. Yeah, I'm not good with time limits. As soon as you said, oh, there's a time limit, my mind went blank. Because it's 2019. Yeah. All right, boys, the game is over. Liam has Can I give it a go? for the round. Do uh, you want to phrase it out? I think you missed Owen Windsor. Yeah, yeah that's one. I think you missed Duncan Idahan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another one I was thinking of there. Elias Sorensen was ages ago, wasn't it? It doesn't matter. I've got the yeah, point. I mean, it's, um, it's um, players that were signed by either Simo, Millen, or Beach, basically. 
I just completely so forgot Millen existed, to be Ethan honest. Ethan Walker, Connor Malley, Omari Patrick, one. Joshua Gordon, Daniel Simu, Brad Young, Tyrese Tomei, Mitchell Roberts, Lucas Jensen, Jack Stretton, or Ben Barkley. Did you say Omari Patrick? He did yeah, say it. We he did was have on him loan on loan. Yeah. Did we really? Yeah, he was on loan first. He was on, yeah. Uh, he was on loan at the same time J- uh, uh, Coyote was on loan. Oh, no. oh fair enough. From no, he wasn't. No, he he was, was, I don't think on... he was. His Wikipedia says he wasn't. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he signed from Bradford. Signed from Bradford, yeah. On a permanent. He left in twenty twenty one, went to Burton for like half a season, and then came back in twenty twenty two on a permanent as well. I thought he like he was on loan to us, and then they signed him. Well, from off... Burton the yeah. second time. All oh, right, no, um, no, no. He, he oh, was well. signed on deadline day, wasn't he? It doesn't matter anyways, but... Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> so there was 18. All right, so there was 18 on the list. But yeah, um, so we'll do a two-limit time limit on that game anyway. Um, yeah, I, do you have, like, a thing that you can put on your thing as well so you can, like, share your screen and it's got the clock on it? We could all just start no. time at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no. could just do it on the minute. That would make sense. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, we'll make it work. We'll make it work, basically. We'll make it work. Um, but yeah, it's good fun. It's good fun. Uh, we'll give it another go next week. A uh, little, little bit of a car crash, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> not, every new feature, not every new feature can go fantastically <laughs> well. But lads, we're going to move on to the part of the show that most people are actually waiting for us to get to. Uh, we're going to be deciding the best ever Carlisle United kit of all time. So, gentlemen, we need to set up the bracket. Um, so in order to do that, I'll need your nominations for the best ever Carlisle United kit of all time. But what we've already agreed on, gentlemen, to make it fair, so we all get two nominations each, is that two shirts or two kits have been automatically entered into the bracket because of their legendary statuses. And I'm talking about the uh, the Carlisle United toothpaste kit classic. So because it's a home kit as well. So we've gone for one home kit and one away kit what year in that, this sorry? category. It's 1974 till 1980, I believe. Or it might be 1975 yeah. till 1980. Uh the kit was there for a cheeky while. Uh so yeah 1973 uh, was yeah. Nice. I'm just gonna write down. I'm gonna have to edit bits and bobs of this, lads, like over the over the week. Uh there's like three there's three variants of it, but they're all pretty They're all exactly the same, yeah. Well one was yeah, one was by Umbro and then one was by Amadol and then another one was by Amadol with a slightly diff with a a different collar, a turn up collar instead. Are you on historical kids by any I am in historical kids, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just to be clear, all them three are all the exactly because the same, they're pretty yeah. much the same, yeah. Just different different like makers, isn't it? It's just a yeah, it's just a collar, it's the only actual difference. Yeah, but it, that way. is that is the nicest one out of them, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> out the two no, I agree. I agree. Can, the first one's it. the one we wore in the first division. Right. Yeah, so that's why it's there. Yeah. All right, so we've got that one sorted and out the way. And the next one, lads, that automatically qualified for uh, the bracket was obviously an away shirt, the deck chair pattern. But the first thing that we're going to do is debate which deck chair kit 
will be automatically inducted into the tournament to be the best Carlisle United kit of all time. Now, I'm going to go for this cheeky number that's hanging behind me. Uh, that was the Carlisle away deck chair kit from 1995 all the way through till 1998. It's the classic gold-striped Eddie Stobart yellow-badged Red Fox kit. It's an absolute beauty with a big old 90s collar on it, and that's the deck chair kit that I'd like to nominate to go into the bracket. Liam, I feel like I've gone to Will a few times first on this podcast so far, so I'm going to shoot your direction this time. Which deck chair kit is your favourite deck chair kit? I'm just going to kill this part dead in the water and just say exactly the same. <laughs> it is that one, oh, isn't it? it is. That is the best it one. Is. So that's the one that's going into the hot. Will, just for the sake of clarity, which one were you going to pick? Uh, same one. Awesome. It's una- you're too unanimous, so yeah. Awesome. Darker green as well. Nice green. Yeah. It's a nice one. It's a really nice one, right? But we'll talk about more of that stuff in just a minute. That is going into the hat, so that'll be pulled out and put into the bracket. Now, lads, we've both got two nominations each. Will, why don't you give me your away shirt, and Liam, you give me your home shirt. So then everyone, you both get a fair crack at going first, then. Okay. Um, my away... I didn't realise it was one away, one home. Um, okay. My... Away shirt. I haven't thought of an away shirt. Why don't you do your home shirt? And I'll do my away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Edit that bit out and come to me for a home shirt. <laughs> no, you didn't ever edit this stuff out where we kind of fuck up. <laughs> All right. My home shirt is the 2007 to 2009 Lecoq Sportive toothpaste kit that we wore just after we were promoted into League One the last time around, with the white swoop, with a little bit of a red swoop next to that. It's a nice kit. Nice kit. Very what good. year was that, sorry? 2007, 2007 to 2009. Very good kind of material as well. You know, 2007 was... to 2009. Ah, right, okay, the one with the worthy one that goes through the stobber. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. That's a nice one. That is a nice one. Right, okay, so I'll get that one written down. And um, Liam, do you want to give us your first away kit? Um, I'm a sucker for a purple kit, so I'm going to go with the 2018-19 grape one. The You know, it took me ages to get one as well. <laughs> Thanks for that, Liam. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, it's just, it's just a lovely colour. I just love that grape sort of purpley colour, so I've gone with that one. It's a good Plus, I like umbrella shirts as well, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. It's a it's a good manufacturer that makes all the difference as well. Sometimes, mm. so the grip Umbro shirt has gone into the hat. Do you want to give us your home shirt as well? Uh, I can do. It's the um the 2015 to 2016 one. The uh, it's it's the Virgin Train ones with the red and white stripe down it. And I know you don't like that shirt, so it's not it's not gonna um live up to much in this competition. I don't think. But I I just really like that kit. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> the the 2015 2016 uh yeah, strike with the overlapped yeah i know it's one we're on now i'll just write it down and throw it in the bag right will have you had enough time to sort of scramble yourself a favorite away shirt while you've been going through them 
Yeah, I mean, there's no way you can go through them, so I've just been using my brain. But um, I quite like that one that I know you also like because you've got it behind you as well, the black one from 2021-22. With oh, yeah, it's a good kiss, yeah. Red, yeah, with a red, white, and blue stripe down the left-hand side. Black's yeah, always a nice colour for an away shirt, isn't it? Yeah, because I know Liam likes a couple of the black ones. I know there's another one that he, that he might be about to say, so... I'm not gonna. I mean, I was, I was, I was intending to try and get a black kit into the mix, uh, and that was going to be the black kit uh, that I was going to try and get in the mix. Um, but like, you know, no worries. Um, I've, I've got a few written down in case this happened. This is why I've gone last. I'm very prepared to rock and roll. That was the only one, to be fair, that uh, that threw me off. So my home kit, gentlemen, is the 2013-2014 feeler home kit with the white pinstripes uh i think it's a really nice shirt uh so i'm gonna nominate that bad boy and feeler obviously being um one of one of one of the better manufacturers over recent years in terms of quality uh so i've gone for the feeler stripes for my home kit and i was gonna go like i said will for the black kit mm-hmm. but because you've managed to get the black kit in there i've actually <laughs> gone for a bit of a left field one and uh, I've gone for the 1999 uh, 2001 away shirt. It was gold in colour. Uh, it had a little bit of deck chair flare under the arms. It's a really nice looking shirt. And uh, it's one of those ones that, you know, you look at it and, and it, it does instantly. Th- you think Carlisle United, big, massive mm. Eddie Stobart limited sign. It's got the classic deck chair colours and it was made by you know red fox so you know it just makes you think more and more of carlisle united so i'm just going to quickly write that down and put it into the hat and then i'm going to draw our first contestants for the first game out but very quickly lads just before i do that so i've got enough time to get myself ready i asked just before the show would you like to debate Carlisle's ugliest kit of all time. And it might not even be a debate uh, because in my opinion, there's one that really does stand out. Um, It was one done in 2000 uh, by our last kit sponsors era. It's uh, it's ugly as hell. It's got a white collar, uh, green along the shoulders, which is cut through by uh, a terrible, awful off red stripe which uh, goes down the arms the eddie stobart logo is in the middle which is green and has the only bit of yellow on the shirt which just looks out of place and the way that it's been fonted is like a really bad clip art presentation um so yeah much to do about nothing that shirt in my opinion uh really poor quality uh from what i heard and you don't see them round brunton park really i don't think i've seen one Anyway, um, yeah, ugly as hell. Liam, you got an ugly shirt to nominate? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that kit in my life, to be honest. It is ugly, but uh, I'm going to go with one that's a bit... I've, I've seen them around Brunton Park, so they're a little bit iconic, but it's the 1993 to the 1995 one. That's just... It looks like a bus seat. Um, it's so... It it just looks ugly, doesn't it? Like it's not oh, a the nice Conway kit. Vauxhall shirt. Yeah, it's not a nice shirt, is it? It doesn't look <laughs> good. No, it doesn't look honest. good on a mannequin. No, it doesn't look good on a mannequin, honestly. But if you see that shirt in real life, like sometimes <laughs> in the right light, not as much, not as much in as the, the right um, light. 
Is that right? Yeah, like was, pitch black because that's the only way. That's the one before it. The one, the one before it was modelled after the one before it. It was the the Lloyd shirt that was done the year before it, ninety two, ninety three. That yeah. one, if you see that on a match day, like yeah. you can you can see someone wearing that in a in a stylish nightclub. Like that is yeah. chic. That that shirt <laughs> is proper football chic, and I'm surprised that it, I didn't nominate it. Actually, I probably should have put <laughs> one nominated it. It was it was second after the feeler shirt for yeah. me. Um, it was second after the feeler shirt for me, but um. And that then, kit as yeah, well, uh, the one I've picked, it, it's the last one where we had the Fox badge. After that game, after that year, I think we went to the modern badge. Mm. Oh, I see what you mean, the crest. Yeah, yeah, the crest, yeah. Yeah, it's, it looks that, like that it, kit yeah. was the last time we used the Fox, apparently. So it was a deck chair one in the ugly sec- section as well. That was the, that's the original deck. <laughs> that was the original deck chair as well in the, that away kit, wasn't it? That season, ninety three, yeah. ninety four. That was that was the original deck chair kit, first ever deck chair. Will, have you got an ugly kit to nominate? Um, I do. Yeah, um, it's the mint <laughs> green one. The mint green. Oh, oh. I love that kit. I always <laughs> put that as my favorite away shirt. <laughs> the mint uh, green. 29- 1920. <laughs> it's just popped into my head now. EWM. <laughs> EWM. Um, yeah. I, I, I always picture Harry McCurdy wearing it. Oh, yeah, it's not good. It's not good uh, by association, but the kit <laughs> itself. I, no, I, I quite like that one. Awful. I don't, I don't dislike it. I don't I still I don't wear dislike it anyway, any so of the kits. Uh... Yeah, we, well, yeah, very true. Right, lads, we're about to start setting up the bracket then so we can decide the ugliest Carlisle kit of all time. Oh, sorry, no, the, the most the most loveliest Carlisle United kit of all time. We've all just given our ugly shirts. Uh, the loveliest Carlisle shirt of all time. And the first out the bracket, boys, is Feeler Pinstripes. 2013-2014 versus it's the Grape Umbro shirt oh no <laughs> from 2018-2019 and uh, I mean you know I've made my case already for the feeler stripes I think the classic looking they're very stylish very fancy I think you can get away with wearing them around Brunton Park today but uh, and you know we we know Liam's a big fan of the Umbro kit. He's already said that he's recently acquired one. So really, it's all going to come down to what Will thinks on this particular category about who's going to get through. So um, yeah, Will. I was never a big fan. Why? I was never a big fan of the feeler shirts. Um, Ooh. I don't. An unexpected plot twist. I'm not a huge. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the pinstripe one, and we did get relegated in it. Um, other than that, I was it it didn't it didn't look Carlisle United ish enough to me. It's it, it, do you know them kits where you look at it and you think that looks more like a Rochdale kit, that looks more like a Gillingham kit. I think this yeah. looked a bit more like a Gillingham kit to me. I don't know. Um, I quite I do like the purple grape one. And the other thing with the feeler kits as well is the ginormous shoulder badge with the F the feeler on it. Yeah, that yeah. was like there's like. Twice the size of the League One, it kind of forced the League One badge <laughs> to be further down, and it was like, and it, and by the end of the season, it would just be cracked all over because it was this huge, big piece of plastic stuck on your arm. 
Well, I mean, I can't really debate. I suppose you, you know, you you've really lied down Did on one side of the Not expect that to win now. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's gone through somehow. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it's uh, it's grapes, Umbro grapes going into the next leg. Congratulations to Umbro grapes. <laughs> Well done, them. Well done, them. And um, yeah, so it's time for uh, the second game that we've got uh, to see who's going to play Umbro Grapes in the yeah. in the semi-finals. It's um, it's the blue swoosh toothpaste kit that Will nominated going up against the black away shirt that Will nominated <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> At least we can all have a say in this one. That's yeah. true. That's very true. So, um, yeah. Will, yeah. if you had to pick, which one do you like more? Blue swoosh. I mean, when you said pick two kits to put forward to this, that was the first one I thought about. So, blue swoosh for me. Blue swoosh for iconic. How iconic yeah, it is. Yeah, it's iconic. Liam? Yeah, I mean, I don't have it, but the blue swoosh one is just, it's just a nice kit that you see all around a lot. Um, yeah, I'll go with that one. Blue swoosh. Well, I mean, you lads have already kind of said it for me. Um, I, I know it's... Yeah, I was going to say, I know this is one of your favourite kits as well, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a diff- it's difficult. Yeah, it is a difficult one to choose between the two. Um, I'd, I'd, pro- I'd probably, if it was up to me, I'd say the Black Away kit, I would. Um, out, out, out of them two shirts, I think like the Carlisle from two thousand seven eight is nowadays looks a bit dated, and like I don't think you could get away with wearing it quite as much. But that's just my opinion. I think like black is always stylish, and and that and that kit just kind of worked. Um, but yeah, there we have it, lads. Uh, we'll move on uh, because Blue Swoosh is going to be playing Grape Umbro in the semi-final. We better set up the other semi-final, <laughs> where it is Blue Shirt 2015-2016. Let's have a look. What's that one? That's Ooh. kit. That's the Virgin Trains one. Yeah. That's Liam's Virgin Trains kit versus the Gold Away kit from 1999 uh, to the year 2000. Right. Um, it's me versus Liam again. So it's all going to come down to what Will's wants. Um, <laughs> Will's going to swear. It's worked you. out quite well for me, this. This has been going, yeah, this has been going really well for you, Will. Um, I'm, I'm, going to re- I'm going to make a plea for nostalgia on this one. Yeah. Um, Can I just plead that that yellow kit looks genuinely ter- like horrendous? Like, that's just not a nice kit at all. The gold kit? Are you joking? The gold kit's awful. It's I, I iconic, nearly, I man. nearly put that as my ugliest kit. No, it's not. It's uh, you don't see that anymore. It's not. I, right. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't like that kit. What do you think? When you look it's at that, when you look choice. at that virgin, when you look at that virgin trains kit, right, with that stripe <laughs> in it, you think of Derek Asamoa scoring against like Liverpool. But what happened in that game? We lost. Right. I think. It was, I think it, of Jabo. I think that's that's the Jabo kit to me. The one with the. That the Virgin Trains kit scored yeah. sixteen goals that season. <laughs> just remember this. You talk about nostalgia, but mine's got plenty of nostalgia. Just more recent nostalgia. 
No, Will, go on, lads. Yeah. If you go on, lads, you, you throw the axe down, you make your decision, sir. I'm going to go with the gold away kit. Yeah! It's just different, isn't it? It's different. And, you know, the badge is in the green and gold <laughs> and red as well. So... Yeah, they do the badge right on it as well. Yeah, that's a good point, to be fair. Right, so goal goes into the semi-final, and which leaves the last two lads. Being have we the, uh... ended up? Yeah, have we ended up with this where the we have the, the two buys have come up against each other. That's exactly what's happened. The two <laughs> the two finalists that were guaranteed are coming oh, up against I hate each this. other. <laughs> it's toothpaste nineteen seventy four to nineteen eighty versus the deck chair kit from ninety five. Ah, it's a difficult one. Uh, Liam? Toothpaste. Wow, that was quick. Why? I just like that kit. I really want it. Um, I, can I, I just think that's such a nostalgic old kit. Like it, it, it looks like quality retro stuff, and I love a kit that's got the badge in the middle as well. Like I, I just really like that. Um, plus, we had it for so long. Plus, it was the first division shirt. I, I love both kits, but I like this too. First one. Well, okay. Well, Will, are you gonna are you gonna think about putting deck chair out in the first round? Um, what I'm gonna do is kind of leave it to you by picking deck chair. I was uh... it's such a difficult <laughs> choice to make as well because the both kits that I would expect, I would have thought this might have been the final, but yeah. um, it's not. It's you know, uh, Man U, Man City have come up in the. First round. Yeah. I mean, whoever um, wins this yeah. is going to be gold in the semi final, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, it's up oh, to you totally. because I'm, I'm, I'm picking the deck chair kit. Right. Well, first first instincts, first instincts, I'm going to stick with them. First instincts, go with deck chair kit. Yeah. They I can understand with... that, to be fair. It was, I was, it was very, very 50 50 on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a different No one else one. has ever had a kit like that. So. It's iconic, it really is. And don't get me wrong, the toothpaste one was as well, and it was from like the most the, the highest point in Carlisle's history, like going up to the, the top division. And if we're going off design, the toothpaste one absolutely smashes it. But if we're going off like how much the fans love a shirt, nothing comes close to the deck jacket, does it? Like in terms nothing. of being iconic, that's just like it's the one, isn't it? It's gonna be hard to beat, isn't it? It's gonna be a hard one to beat. Um, but it is it, it's already in the semi-final versus gold, and uh, I feel like we should probably just get this one out the way pretty early. Um <laughs> the gold shirt is a limp wristed attempt at the deck chair kit. Um, I think anyway, so obviously I'm gonna say deck chair, uh, Will. Yeah, I mean the gold kit's deck chair colours, but yeah. the deck chair kit is deck chair. Yeah, and Liam. I just don't even like the yellow kit, so deck chair. <laughs> yeah, true. You don't even like that, do you? <laughs> so deck chair has secured its place in the final. That's the deck chair kit with the gold stripes from 1995. And he'll be up against either the 2007 swoosh blue or Umbro grapes. Fighting a losing so, battle here, boys. It's it's not looking good for the grape kit. I mean, I mean, I mean, you <laughs> gotta have a home kit in the final. You're saying that? Do you have to? <laughs> You're saying that, but I think, in its own way, the grape kit is iconic. You know, thank you. It's 
it's it's a one of a kind, one off sort of like season and color. It wasn't yeah, around for very long. But there's quite a lot of them now, you know. Like I do like the kits, but every season now, if you look at the away kits throughout the lower leagues, someone's got purple. Someone, you know, there's always. Yeah. Um, it was well, a nice think, shade of purple. I think because like Umbro, lots of sports, like lots of sports make designers and stuff have this kind of trend of like when they lose a club um, and then they regain that club again, they kind of do like a better version of their last versions because it's been so long. So I actually think there's going to be a better grape kit coming out soon. Somewhere along this. Grape and white stripes. (laughs) (laughs) Classy. I like it. Um, Grape and black. I think. I think there'll be something sort of like, half you know, great, Miami black. inspired, maybe. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, something <laughs> along those lines. But I think there's going to be a better grape kit coming out in the next, like, I don't know. It could be soon. It could be in a couple of years' time. But I think there is going to be a better grape kit. And for that reason, I'm going to have to give it to Blue Swoosh because I like Blue okay. Swoosh more than I like toothpaste, to be honest. Um, so I'm actually I'm actually going to give it to, to Blue Swoosh on this one, I wouldn't have put Blue Swoosh out of the first round because obviously I gave my vote to uh, the black kit. But on this particular exchange, I'm giving it to Blue Swoosh. Um, Liam, obviously, you're going to give it to Grape. You're going to have to plead with Will, I guess. I mean, I picked this Blue is Swoosh. Kit, though, so. So it's a... <laughs> maybe you just give it, maybe you just Wait, you know, let just, me give it a go. Let me give it a go. Let me okay. give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Use up a bit of time. Will's <laughs> what the Grape kit. Is fantastic, and the swoosh kit is absolutely dreadful. I'm sorry to say it, but what is what are you doing? Why is it unsymmetrical? You can't have an unsymmetrical shirt. I mean, that's what made the toothpaste original one so good because you can split it right down the middle. Um, deck chair kit's unsymmetrical, not that one. Yeah, it is. Not the one we put... No, it's not, is it? Yeah, yeah, because it's... Uh-huh. it's like it's symmetrical, it's symmetrical, isn't it? it no, because is it's what it is, is it? symmetrical, yeah. Oh, Symmetry is. is... Fantastic, and that is why the deck. No, that is why the grape kit <laughs> should be in the final. The <laughs> deck deck check it's already in the final. Plus, it'd be uh, funny. Will... I think it'd be hilarious if somehow the grape shirt got to the final. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like the, the grape. I, I like the grape shirt, but so many clubs have got away kits like that these days. It's it's a nice one, but it's very much off the peg. Yeah. Um. I'm blue swoosh. I'm proud yeah, of got that far. Cricket. I'm proud of the grip. <laughs> it did well. It did well. It did well. You know, like like you know, um, toothpaste went out in the first round. Black away shirt went out in the first round. There's some good kits that went out in the first round. You know, it's it's mm. been a hell. It's been a hell of a tournament. Mm. But we're finally in the final now, uh, where we're going to decide the best Carl United kit of all time. And in the final is. Blue Swoosh 2007 versus Deck Chair Kit 1995. Um, first instincts, I'm going to go with the Deck Chair Kit because I like it more. Uh, I think I've said all the nice things we can really say about This is kind of how these tournaments go, lads. We kind of end up saying all the things we can say about the shirts. Yeah. And then when it gets to the nitty gritty, yeah. you've already made your call and made your decision and said everything you're going to be able yeah. to say. Um, so yeah, deck chair, it's iconic. Uh, Will? Um, I think I know what Liam's going to say, seeing as symmetry <laughs> is so important for him. But I, <laughs> the deck chair kit's more iconic and it's a really pleasing colour combination as well. You know, it actually works. It's not just... 
you, you don't often get a kit with four colours on and no. it works. So a classic for that as well. Okay, so we've got a double love for deck chair kit at the moment. Liam, are you going to raise its hand in victory now? Um, yeah, I'm just... Well, he's not going to suddenly go for <laughs> Blue Swoosh now. <laughs> blue Swoosh has got a bad taste in my mouth now after knocking out the grape, so... Um, <laughs> deck chair kit for the win. Deck chair kit for the win. So the winner of the Blue Army podcast best kit of all time is... The deck jacket, 1995. <laughs> I think if, if there was a bookies on Who this one. You saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. If there was a bookies on this one, it probably would have been nominated very highly as a favourite. Um, according to the Football Archive, though, lads, uh, the website that I've been looking at, the toppest ratingest shirtiest in the whole website-iest is well the Black Carlisle United away kit that Will nominated earlier on. And the lowest ranking kit is the um, toothpaste Virgin Trains kit, uh, which no one nominated. The toothpaste one, not the one yeah, that you nominated. The one after me, mine, the one before it? that. Yeah. yeah, the one after yeah. your one. That was the one. That was the the least highly rated one. Lads, it's been an absolute bloody pleasure doing that with you. And we're right at the end of the show now, so we're going to crack on with. Some bloody business as it's time for the big fat quiz of the season, matter. All right, boys, it's time for Mr. Denwood to pick a category first this week. He does have a free, is it a free one lead, Liam, that you have free going lead, out of yeah. the first week? Not, you know, not to done, brag, but <laughs> you've done really well. Don't worry, you've done really well, mate. But you know, you could come all unstuck uh, very quickly if you pick the wrong category okay so it's time for you to pick category a category b which one would you like it to be category a i think category a for liam which means will you're gonna have category b of Mm -hmm. course and how do you feel about category b wills um well category b won it last time i think i picked category a and liam won so yeah Well remembered, the The history not being in your favour, Liam. What made you go for Category A? Um, Because I thought you might have switched the difficult ones and easy ones to sort of make it not the same as last time. It's a nice pointy pointy letter. It's such a pointy letter. But Liam, it's your turn to go first, so we'll crack on with the big fat quiz of the season. We'll pick up from where we sort of left things last week. Uh, We were coming towards the end of the transfer market. It wasn't completely shut, and the season was just about to start. So we're there around August time. Liam, who signed first, Ryan Edmondson or Jaden Harris? Ryan Edmondson. He was like second through the door after Sonny Hilton. It was Ryan Edmondson. Well done. You got off to a good start. Well done. Nice. Question two. Carlisle's first game of the season was a 1-1 draw with Colchester. But who scored for Carlisle? First game of the season was a 1-0 win at Crawley, wasn't it? (laughs) 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 Unless you're talking about League Cup. No, League Cup was Grimsby. Yeah, I, I, I swear it was a 1-0 win at Crawley. And uh, and Dennis scored that one, so... 
Well, anyway, the right answer was Dennis to this question. Anyway, so you're not okay, right yeah. Now. You managed to sync it up. You managed to sync it up. So that's all right. Question three is uh, Carlisle got their first win after the third time of asking in the league. But who was it against? What was that again? Sorry. Carlisle got their, well, probably second win if they beat fucking Crawley on the first game of the season. <laughs> after three games against who? I think it was against. Um, my first thought was Barra, but it's not Barra because we beat them later on. It was at home, I believe. No, it, it was it was away. It was uh, Swindon Town two one. Well, I've got it was Gillingham, and they beat them by one goal to nil away. You may be right. I, I think to be, I think Swindon was maybe the season before. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to be checking all these at the end. But you've, you've got two I'll, out of three. I'll, I'll take that, that last loss. Yeah. You've got two out of three there, mate. Uh, so well done to you. Uh, it's not too bad. It's not as good as you did last week, but it's uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good, really. You know, you can't really complain too much with that one. Will, yeah. it's your turn to razzle and dazzle the crowd with your first question. Okey-doke. Who signed first on loan? Ben oh, Barkley or Finn Back? Um, I think it was... I think Barkley, I feel like Finn Back was quite a late signing. It was Ben Barkley. Well done, Wills. <laughs> Good start, sir. Good start. Right. Carlisle were beaten by three goals to two in the first round of the League Cup. But who were they beaten by? Was it Grimsby? It was Shrewsbury, I'm afraid, Oh, yeah, mate. it was. It was Shrewsbury. And the third question, Will, is Carlisle's early season game against Grimsby was abandoned for what reason given by the officials? Um, was it floodlight failure? It was waterlog pitch, uh, I'm afraid, Wills. Waterlog pitch on that occasion, I'm afraid. So, uh, I mean, you've done just as good as last week, not any worse. So, you, you're currently on two. And, yeah. Liam, you're on five. So, uh, I mean, lads, it's still early in the season, still plenty yeah. to play for. And if I keep fucking up the questions, then, you know, there's all kinds <laughs> of things to play for. I might just start doubling your points at different times of the day. And, you know, Will, every time Will gets a question wrong, he gets two points anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> But no, we can't do that. We can't do that. Lads, thank you very much for playing the big fat quiz You're of welcome. the season. We'll be back next week with some more of that. Next week will be our transfer rumours special. Uh, so we'll basically just have a look at some transfers that are free agents and possible signings that we'd personally like to see come in. There's no rumours or no allegations that have been made. And who knows, lads? Maybe next week Haggis would have been able to get us another wiretap recorded and uh, we'll find out who else has been ringing Greg Abbott trying to get themselves a deal at Brunton Park, eh? Uh, but lads, it's been a lot of fun. It's been an absolute bloody pleasure and there isn't really anything else left for me to do apart from saying bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.